You are listening to the Stand with Dignity podcast. Please subscribe to our channel. Let me get right into it. Yeah. Why do Shia Muslims hit themselves? Okay. Some people do that, but that's haram. That's haram. So we're just on our way right now to the masjid. They say that we curse the sahabas, uh, that we curse uh, the prophet's wife, Aisha. When I decided to make this video, everyone told me it's better to stay away from the Shia community because I'm a Sunni Muslim. But is it wrong to ask questions about things we have always been told? So is this the rock that people refer to? This is, and it can also look like this. See, it doesn't matter about the shape or the size as long as it's something natural, um, we, yeah. we can pray on it. My name is Muhammad Jafri and I'm a practicing Shia Muslim. I'm Elena, and I just want to establish beforehand that I am not a registered scholar in, in Islam. I'm not like a sheikh and a Shia Muslim. What do you think is the difference between Shia Muslims and Sunni Muslims? After the Prophet, peace be upon him, died, um, we believe that the successor after him was Imam Ali. Based on a series of factors, such as the day of Ghadir, um, just their history together, being blood relatives and so much more, um, whereas Sunnis believe that um, Abu Bakr is the first caliph because he was uh, elected uh, the day the Prophet passed away. There's actually a lot of similarities between us. You know, we both say the Shahada, we both believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why do Shia Muslims hit themselves? First, Shia Muslims, they don't hit themselves. That's such a big misconception. I guess what I'll say is that there's extremists in every religion. It's not that we're hitting ourselves, it's more like a tap or what it's supposed to be is a tap. I've never beat myself up. I've never cut myself or hit myself with knives, but I would like to explain why that's a thing. It's called Matam. So uh, what happened was that during the tragedy of Karbala, many people have heard of it. It's when the grandson of the prophet was brutally massacred. We tap ourselves. It's like rhythmic. We're showing you know, our grief in a way about his tragic death and it's uh, honestly a little form of respect like we're showing we care there are so many shias majority of shias who do not cut themselves or slash their backs or anything like that in fact it's forbidden for us i just want to clear the air about that um i do not judge anyone who has um your love for the prophet and his family that's between you and allah however it is forbidden some people say that muslims are terrorists just because one person or a group of people did something bad doesn't mean everyone is bad. Doesn't mean everyone is a terrorist. Doesn't mean everyone that is a Muslim is a terrorist. I then went with them to the masjid. We're just on our way right now to the masjid. Uh, they said that there's something I should know. What, what is it? Yeah, so I just, we want, just want to give yeah. you a little rundown of um, how you may feel at the mosque and what you're going to witness. So um, a lot of people have different ways of grieving and mourning uh, so when you go there you're going to see people cry you're going to see people hurt you're going to see people quiet with their with their like you know their faces in their hands it's just that these people have such a strong spiritual connection with the prophet and his family that it really emotionally affects them <laughs> 
Do Shia Muslims spit on their food before they eat? Ah! I've been asked this so many times. I don't. Okay, I'm gonna. I do not know where this rumor started from. No, 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 no. When I was a kid, some girl said that she couldn't come to my house because she was like, my mom said you spit in your food. Absolutely not. I don't even know where that came from. I don't. But I'll spit in yours if you say that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> People say that Shia Muslims don't believe in Prophet Muhammad and Hazrat Ali is the last prophet. Shias apparently believe that Imam Ali salam, is better or we put him at a higher standard than the Prophet Muhammad So truth of the matter is, no. We don't put Imam Ali salam, over the Prophet. We put the Prophet above all. We believe that Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, is the last messenger, that the Quran is the holy book, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one supreme God. The reason why we love Imam Ali alayhi salam is because the Prophet loved Imam Ali. And that's why we have such immense love for him, because he had immense for him. He said, whoever is an enemy of Ali is an enemy of me. Whoever loves Ali loves me. I noticed slight differences in the way they offered prayers but also noticed how similar it was to the way I was praying. I did have a moment to look. Um, looks to me as the same Quran I have at the house. What is, is there any difference that I should know between this Quran no. and the one I have at home? No, maybe that this one has translation and transliteration, but it is literally, actually, they are Sunni translators um, because we have the same Quran. We could go to any Quran store, any Muslim Islamic bookstore and pick up the Quran and it will be the same do Shia Muslims pray to a rock? We pray on a rock, we don't pray to a rock. And it's not called a rock, it's called a turba. A lot of people think that the rock is like an idol, uh, that it's idol worshipping. It is not. We believe it's part of the sunnah because the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, used to pray on natural earth. We believe and what the Prophet did was he prayed on anything that was natural, whether it was leaves, sand, anything that was natural. In those days, they never had carpets. We never really prayed on carpets. So what we believe is that he prayed on anything that was natural. So does it always have to be a rock or can it be anything? It's all, it, it could be anything natural. Like I said, it's not far. You don't have to pray on the rock. If you don't have one, some people even take like a leaf and you could pray on a leaf. They just feel that it's more natural and that they want to be connected with the earth or Allah's creation. You said that there's going to be people that are going to be like crying. Yeah. Is it different ways they're going to connecting to everything? Yeah, so there's going to be people crying. There's going to be people wailing. There's going to be people so hurt that they're going to be like hitting their, their thighs. Because they just can't, it's so much more. They, they just can't take it. Yeah, and yeah. I'll give an analogy. So. For example, if one of your loved ones passed away, someone that you really loved, and they didn't just pass away a, uh, a painless death, they passed away in a painful death. They got massacred. Um, so mutilated. Mutilated. Literally like, mutilated, yeah. And so you're not going to just, you know, like, just be there silent. You're going to cry for them. You're going to... Because it's such an injustice. Gonna, it's, yeah, it's yeah really and you're going you're gonna to almost... It's, you're respecting them. Yeah, and you're almost going to feel so hurt that you want to hit yourself. You yeah, know, like, like so. when I see people, there's like mothers pass away, I see them slapping their heads, I see slapping their, their thighs, like they're so hurt. Today, I learned a lot about my friends who are Shia Muslims, and they really cleared up a lot of misconceptions. But I was so shocked when I asked them this question. What are the three most ridiculous things people have asked you about being a Shia Muslim? One of the biggest or the most silliest questions I get asked, and this is one of them, is that we curse the Sahabas uh, and that we curse uh, 
the Prophet's wife. Somebody once told me that if you eat beside a Shia Muslim, that you are cursed somehow. I don't even know how that makes any sense or where that came from, but yeah, that's pretty out there. They were like, is it true that your Quran, so first they're inferring that I have, that Shias have a different Quran, came from a goat. Some people do say that uh, if you kill a Shia, you go to heaven because Shias are considered kafirs. Allah does say that uh, if you kill one person, it's like you've killed the whole of mankind. And if you saved one person, it's like you saved the whole of humanity. Someone once asked me, uh, this was a Shia who was non-practicing Shia. So they, they just didn't know much about being Shia, but they heard from their Sunni friend that this is what we do. So they were like, my Sunni friend told me that once a month, we're supposed to take a bite out of the rocks that we pray on and it's supposed to like bless us immensely and i was like i mean i know it looks like a cookie but we do not bite it so i spent an entire day with my shia friends i learned so much about the shia community all the misconceptions that i had the things that i had heard in my past they really cleared it up and you know what the crazy part is i've always told how different we are but after spending the day with them, I realized how similar we are. If we honestly just put the differences aside and just think about the similarities, then we will realize how easy it is for us to be united because we can always find reasons to be divided, but we can also find reasons to be united. The kind of messages, the kind of threats that the Shia community gets is literally insane. Like I can never imagine my sister, my brother, my mother, my father getting those kind of comments or messages from people just because of my belief. So I hope this video really changed your opinion about the Shia community. And even if it didn't, just open up your heart and always remember that just because somebody else has a different belief system than you, it doesn't give you the right to judge them or put them down. Alhamdulillah, I'll continue to be a Sunni Muslim. I'll always have respect for other people's beliefs. With that, I will end this video. Till next time, Assalamu Alaikum beautiful people.